care if I pray first? No, go for we don't, it. It doesn't have to be on here, but like, okay, just no, do it. that's okay. a good okay. idea. All right. <laughs> Dear God, I just lift up um, this podcast to you, Lord. Just we don't know who it's gonna impact, but Lord, we just pray that whoever um, whoever's ears come across, they would just be um, encouraged in some way, Lord. I pray that you would guide this conversation, that um, you would just give us wisdom and direction and discernment with every word that we speak, Lord, and that um, it would all be directed to you in some way and just help us have fun, relax, and we just thank you for this time together and for these um, sisters and our mom. We just um, are so blessed and we thank you for them. Amen. 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 That was so, so nice. <laughs> all right, do you want to start? Okay, yeah. Officially. Okay, okay. Okay, so the name of our podcast is Mama Birds, which we have literally nothing to do with birds, like for the actual podcast. We are not going to be talking about types of birds. But Jordan, tell us why what the history behind us yeah. and birds are well a while ago i don't even know it had to have been like a year ago or two it had two, to have been at least two, two years, years ago, ago. Okay. and it, i probably had a margarita and then had this thought mm-hmm. and i was like i text the girls and i said what is like what bird do you most relate to or like what's your favorite bird and so then i made everybody answer with like what is Whatever. your favorite bird? It was weird though and it was really just everyone random. answered quickly yes. i think i said a sparrow I said a hummingbird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you said... Well, I said something more ravenous, but then we decided I was more of a quail. A quail. And then yes. I said an ostrich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, coming up with the question, like, I, I knew ostrich. Like, and the meaning for me was because I remember when I was, like, younger and we went to the zoo and... There was ostriches there, and one of them was called a ray. You know how like they have the like oh, yeah, the like name species. on there, and it's like R H E A, like my middle name. And I was like, I have something in common with this bird, which a ray is like a part of the ostrich family. But yeah, I liked it because I'm like they've got big old eyes, and like you, they got big eyes yeah, <laughs> like me, and they can't fly but they're like they don't need to fly they're scary they're super strong they can literally like knock down a lion because with just their foot because they're strong and they can like outrun them so mm-hmm. and every i just thought it's them. like a pretty awesome thing <laughs> like, a bird, a bold like, bird yeah yeah mm-hmm. bold bird i chose a sparrow because i have one tattooed on me and they're just the most like common type of bird and i feel like i'm uncommon so it was more ironic that I chose because <laughs> there has to just be some mystery you know but yeah that was my only and then it was cute because she got us all stickers for our water yeah. models mm-hmm. with our birds mm-hmm. yeah. that was so cute why did you choose a hummingbird because they're pretty <laughs> like you oh thanks um well I think hummingbirds they're so not that I'm like tiny, but they're kind of like an inconspicuous bird. But if you know their personality, they are like fierce protectors. And I'm like, as a mom, like That's I'm a cute. protector, and like as a wife, obviously too. That is very don't cute. Don't my family. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but really, but don't. really, <laughs> That's actually cute. We've never even discussed why we chose these before. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we did. did briefly. We did. When oh. we got the stickers. Oh, yeah. I probably wasn't listening. My sticker's the best, though, because just like this big old long neck with eyes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. That was so cute. Mom's a quail because all her little babies fall. That's right. So quails, what I found out after researching quails, is they mate for life, 
and they fight to the death to protect their young, which is pretty ironic because they also are the most lovable sweet birds. Oh, and they can become pets if you want them to be pets. So yes. anyway, you make everything a they pet. Are yes. so Something sweet. about mom is she <laughs> just loves, okay, she doesn't love all animals, but they all love her. I know, it's really weird. Yeah, they like cling to her. She I has a black like cat pets. that is in her house all the time now that is just the neighborhood cat. And then she has a turtle that she lets come in the house. It's a tortoise, but... What it's okay. Is, it's a fact that she just corrected. Yeah, it. the fact that um, everything told, that turtle wasn't good enough. Um, and then we used to have birds growing up. That was weird. We had multiple birds. We did. We had Jordan a, killed my bird. We had fine. an eclectus parrot. Maybe that's the cockatiel. <laughs> and we had a lovebird. Mm-hmm. And they all shared a cage together, which is pretty crazy. If you guys know anything about birds, they are three completely different types of birds. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they should not get along. Like and they also fish. and they spoke. Like they, they spoke can't. to each other. It was cool. It was so cool. See, See? that's why it's just so weird. <laughs> so weird. The birdhouse. And then all of them had tragic deaths. Nugget, my lovebird, oh, yeah. got smothered in mine and Jordan's bed. Mm-hmm. Galen's cockatiel <laughs> drowned yes. and then mom's parrots plucked themselves to death yeah it was sad. so um this might we should rename this podcast <laughs> second thought that went south okay let's not talk about birds ever again <laughs> so are we just gonna do like little intros yes let's just okay. do intros like, you probably need to i mean our voices are different but it is weird when there's four people on a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's usually two, so you can distinguish. This is Darren that's talking. <laughs> okay, Mom. You go first. Who are so, you? Who are you, Mom? Like, tell us about yourself. All right, and- perfect. I can do that. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> so I'm Paula Bartlett. Uh, this is my daughter, Darren, my daughter-in-law, um, Ashton, and my other daughter, Jordan. And uh, just a little bit about myself is I've been married to Galen Bartlett for 37 years, so that's pretty awesome. I met Galen as my next door neighbor when I moved out here from Michigan. We were actually, um, I was out washing my car and he pulled up and it was it was a little bit like a movie I was like love at first sight to be honest with you even though my first vision of him I am not kidding you he just came home from a job where he striped parking lots his tennis shoes were bright yellow he had paint and he smelled like gas but he was hilarious and I loved his sense of humor so I was really drawn to him and I just kept talking about him nonstop. and eventually within a few months we started dating and uh, the rest is history so (laughs) that is so yeah, it's, it's a really great too, story. I will say, I've seen pictures of Dad when he was like younger. I was like, he's so cute, and he had good style. Yeah, he was pretty fun. He yeah. was all about fun. He had Definitely. good style. And then Dad's dad, Papa, used to say that you were the girl with the legs yeah. next door. <laughs> That's a good description. I want to oh. be the girl with the legs. <laughs> okay, I am Darren. I am the baby of my family. I am married to Carson, and we have one little boy, Chip. We ha- and he turns three in October. Oh my gosh, it's so weird. So <laughs> he turns three in October. We have a little golden retriever. She's not so little anymore. She's looking thick these days, um, but she's six. We've been married, so we got Brinkley. She was like my wedding present because I always wanted a golden retriever, and then. Um, so she's six. We've been married six years, almost seven. And yeah, it's been great. Carson is a fireman. Is that wrong? 
when did almost I get married? seven. I mean, you just celebrated your anniversary, but that's cool. Well, when you're in the year, <laughs> it's almost. almost a, we're almost 38 years. Once you I pass, mean, you guys okay. better be planning a 40th okay. wedding anniversary once, party for me. Once you pass <laughs> your birthday or an anniversary, it is almost the next one. Okay. That's how I look at it. Noted. So just like going forward <laughs> in life. That's how you get excited about things. You're you're right. And that's such a seven. I love your personality. Okay, yes. okay. So, much. so I will say, don't cancel us. I do like the Enneagram. I don't worship it, okay? You guys, you guys it's just, it's, it's a fun. tool. It's a tool. It's a personality test. Yes. We don't worship fun. it. We just, it's a fun way to yes. relate to Because I know people. like in Christian culture, it's like, oh my gosh, the Enneagram. And I'm like, yes, I understand. But like, it is not my God. But if you ever like research the Enneagram, like, I am a seven to the most amount that you can be. And I was trying to figure out if I'm a wing eight or a wing six. But, Doran, you think I'm an eight? I think, eight. I think I'm an eight because I'm a little bit more like got that aggress- like aggressive side mm-hmm. to me. Because I can be a little bossy. Mm-hmm. A little bossy. A little but, yeah, I am like full on seven. Um, but, yeah, I stay at home mom and I do social media stuff for businesses and myself and I just like to make things I'm an artist I used to never use that word but I'm like screw it that's what I am so (laughs) and I really like wine which I'm drinking right now (laughs) okay Ashton you're up (laughs) um I'm Ashton I am married to Galen Bartlett who is Darren and Jordan's brother and Paula's son um and we've been married We will be celebrating seven years in November. So coming up on seven years, we have two kids, Cooper, who just turned five, and then our daughter, Blair, who's two and a half. Um, I stay home with both Blair and Cooper, and we'll be starting homeschool with Cooper in September, um, which will be really fun. And Galen and I met on a dating app which is really funny if you know the both of us because i feel like that's the last place either yes. of us <laughs> would but it's such a good meet story. someone um another fun fact i met darren on yes. our first date okay we so. have to tell that story after jordan introduces herself because well that is good i am involved with jordan and Yes. yes. Relationships because, you know, everyone mm-hmm. needs me to help them. Because we are all family. I'm just kidding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you will learn very quickly, but our family does everything together and it's mm-hmm. very intrusive. Yes. Intrusive Poor in the best way. But that's we how flock together. We yeah. yeah. we flock. <laughs> she literally, before we started this, she handed me a notebook. And it has a whole page dedicated to bird puns. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I didn't know about that. I'm not studying it for now. Um, great. You will quickly find out that everyone in this family does CrossFit together, mm-hmm. but that is something Galen and I both enjoy to do. Um, and outside of all of that, I would say my main hobby is probably baking. Yes. Um, I have a lot of fun with that. And, we are all um, That's a little bit about me, but I guess we'll get into more I know, later. Just a little sampling. <laughs> okay, Jordan. Okay, I'm Jordan. Um, I am the middle child, so I am through pretty and and through. <laughs> <laughs> I am very true to my stereotypes, and uh, I am. I'm an Enneagram two, and I my spiritual gift is mercy. Very true to both of those <laughs> the fact things. That she brought in her spiritual gift. <laughs> 
<laughs> it just is. I am. I'm very empathetic. I'm a feeler. I will probably cry at some point. That's just that's who I am. But um, I have three kids. I have Rhea, who is five. Uh, Darcy, who is three, and then Davy, who just turned one. All girls. And um, my husband and I, Brett, we uh, are celebrating ten years in October. So that'll be a fun. almost eleven years. Almost. <laughs> as soon as we hit October, it'll be almost eleven. We're almost there. Yeah. But I stay home and uh, am full-time mama to them. I uh, before having kids I did hair I did go to cosmetology school so I'm like you have to do something until you get married I know you just want to be a mom but you have to do something yes okay that is crazy <laughs> to have to mother two girls who are like you know this is just not this is an interim thing like <laughs> we are relying on husbands <laughs> we just knew not like relying on husbands but I we know, just yeah. knew we wanted to be like yes. wives we wanted to be moms yeah really I exactly yeah. what I wanted to do I yeah. mean I had lots of ideas what I wanted to do outside of high school but ultimately it's funny I really just wanted to be married and have kids be a mom mm -hmm. and it's the most important work yeah. <laughs> I was like I'm gonna marry him for money so then I went and found myself a fireman <laughs> God provides everybody <laughs> No, they work too hard. <laughs> Mayor Kathy, if you hear that. Okay. <laughs> so do you want to tell the story of... Uh, oh, okay, gosh. Yes. So, well, okay. I love this story. I love that you guys' love stories. They're super yes. great. And really, my love story is pretty cool, too. But you guys are all have really great love stories. We all do. And mm -hmm. I love the fact that Darren was involved in both of your love stories. I wish yeah. I could have awesome. been involved with yours. Don't worry, Devin. I'll quickly point out that you'll notice Paul and I didn't say our Enneagrams. Probably because yeah. we both are like, eh. Like, we don't know if we love our numbers. I really hate it, but God gave me a three. So if y'all know anything about it, okay. I'm, I'm a nine. I'm going to be very bossy and I see yeah. things black and white. Oh my god. And it's just it's rough. It's rough being me. It's not <laughs> at all. Everyone needs like you never have to worry about things getting done. That's such a reliable person. Yeah. It's true. great. It's yes. okay. It's okay. Yours is I'm great embracing too. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was up at the cabin this weekend and she's retaking the test like five times and she comes up a nine every time. And Gail's trying to console her. It's okay. Gail is a for me and I was like, oh, he'll get a different number. Nope, got a nine. Really? So that, that must be so what I am. Just the strong. problem is, is both of our personalities tend to look at the negative sides of our numbers instead of the positive sides. And yeah. that's yeah. what I kind of feel because whenever I look at my number, I tend to look at the negative sides and I, and that makes me sad. And I, I realize that, that I am a valuable part of society because I do get things done. Yeah. <laughs> I look at my negatives and I'm like, how is that a negative thing? Yeah. And that's why everyone needs to hang around the seven. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's funny. Like, I one time did an, on Instagram. I was like a, um, what's that thing? Like an assumption. And it was so funny how many, like, negative things were said because of, like, that Enneagram. And I'm like, dang, maybe people are, like, rubbed the wrong way by me. Which I can see sometimes. But, like, <laughs> I think I'm fun. The thing with Darren, though, is, like, you have to get to know you. Because, yeah. like, I can see how people are just, like, wow, like, I don't love Brinkley, which is her dog, because she's so up in your face. But like, if you get to know Brinkley, she just wants to love you. Yeah. And that's kind of like Darren. She's like, like, let me in. Yeah. Like, Darren yeah. is the most like, 
kind-hearted like fun person who like she comes across just very positive all the time and like so much energy but really like she will cut someone for you Mm -hmm. and she will like defend you to your your her death yeah her your death whatever whoever's death it is i'll be there (laughs) yes because she like is fierce in every way in the best way that is so nice that is so nice okay let's talk about me and how i did your love stories Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, I should go first. Wait, it started with Shark Tank. Oh yeah. Did it start, it start with yeah. Shark Tank? Okay, you hey, gotta we'll s- tell the backstory yeah. because okay. we so that's another funny thing, real quick. Like our family, it's always been like we watch all the shows together. So it's like from where kids we watch Survivor <laughs> together every Wednesday. American Idol. American Idol. And then it was like, um, probably not proud of this, but we watch Family Guy together. <laughs> and then we watched <laughs> The Office together. It was just like always a together thing. And then the show Shark Tank came out. So obviously together. And these two little girls came on and they were like announcing this new dating app and the concept was that the girls right like they got to um no what it was, was that to be matched you had to have a mutual friend on yes. facebook oh yeah okay but so bagel it was, meets something it was coffee meets bagel yes and so that's right you had to have mutual connections so that it wasn't like completely strangers. i honestly have no idea who our mutual connection yeah, was yeah i don't yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. Remember. I don't remember that. But I remember you signing Galen up. Yes. So we signed our brother up for it, and then we're like, you know, we'll help with this because it was at the point where, like, me and Jordan were like, let let's let us, you know, pick who we get to have as a sister. You know, let's take you out of the equation. It's just your life, but it's also ours. At this point, he wasn't doing so good, so we need to just jump in. You know, everyone has that. Amen. We all need to that. jump in. Yeah, we all have those moments. So then I remember we would go through his matches like yes. every day, right? And mm-hmm. then it's like we saw Ashton, and I remember your picture. It was so cute. You had a little wine. Oh and yes, you were in a I blue was dress. my friend. Yeah. Yes, she was with her friends, and she had a glass of wine and this little navy blue dress, and her hair was so pretty. And I was like, she's so cute. I bet you she's so sweet. And me and Jordan both agreed we liked her. From, we judged her based on her looks <laughs> from afar, <laughs> from afar, because that's the only thing you had to go on. And yeah, and so then you guys matched. And then mm-hmm. what happened? Because that, then you came in. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. flirted. Did you sext? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, well, I think it's funny. Like dating apps are really bizarre kind of just because you are deciding to talk to someone without ever having met them so you're basing it all off of their profile I will say with Galen like he was the only person that I was like this seems somewhat genuine and legitimate like he wrote out a lot of stuff that I was like okay like he took some time on this and he had a lot of photos with all of you his family so it wasn't like sketchy like it wasn't typical just, like yeah. selfie like gym photos like <laughs> that you yeah. see so um we went on our first date and he talked about this on his story the other day but um he says i didn't talk our entire first date which i don't recall <laughs> that being the case but i can see where that maybe was like his perspective because i am like more reserved when i initially like interact with people he was probably talking so much we also got lost so we parked in a parking garage in old town scottsdale to find our restaurant 
and we couldn't find it. So I think I was just like probably apprehensive about like, what are we gonna do if we don't find this restaurant? Mm -hmm. We didn't find it. Um, we went somewhere else and then the funniest part was afterwards we went to meet up with Darren and we met Darren. Yes. So on my first date, I met his sister. Which did he tell you that we, you were gonna do that? Or yes. was it like after yeah. dinner? No, he said like let's get dinner first and okay. then we can get drinks after. Okay. And yes, I we'll meet up with my sister. So yeah. um okay. that's kind of how it went down. Because I was at a country bar with mm -hmm. my girlfriend. I was in my single days back then. Yes. So I yeah. loved going to country bars and dancing and having a grand old time. And I remember I was playing the giant Jenga with yes. a Canadian yeah. baseball team. Mm-hmm. I do remember and that. And with my friend, and I was like, it was, I was in my head, I was, when I saw you, I'm like, this is terrible timing. I'm with the baseball team right now. But there's Ashton and Galen. And so I was like, you know what, boys? I, step aside. I actually, so it's funny because, like, in your head, those were probably your thoughts, but I just feel like my, my first impression of you was really good. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt I like you were really, no. <laughs> I loved you immediately is what I'm saying. Like I didn't feel like, I felt like you were just really nice and oh, fun. That's so sweet. And I feel like meeting family is sometimes like yes, what's going to happen. Um, but everything about meeting your family is hilarious. Well, yes. Because I met you the first time on our first date. And then the first time I met Jordan, Brett, and your parents was at a Bible study. Oh my gosh. I forgot about yeah. that. So, that. so Galen invited me oh, to no. their neighborhood group. And Which we had just started going to, by yes. the way. And that was so cute. Like, it is just funny that the first time I ever interacted with his parents or his sister and brother-in-law was mm -hmm. at a Bible study. Yes. So I, and there were some things that went down at that Bible study that if I were Ashton, maybe wouldn't have come back. But it was really funny. Yeah. It was hilarious. That is so yeah. true. Oh. But you know but what? Like, I, But I, like, reflect back and I'm like, I feel like everyone, like who you are is yeah. who you were. Like yeah. it wasn't like you guys were disingenuous right. as a family. It was like easy to know like That's so who nice. each of you were. Yeah. And like still now I'm like, I can still see like That's all so of that. Sweet. So I remember before, like when Galen was like dating or like before he was married or whatever, me and Jordan would talk a lot about like a future sister-in-law. Cause we were always like nervous. Cause I always had the perspective. I'm like, it's nerve-wracking to go into a family with two sisters, you know, like when there's other girls in the family, because girls mm -hmm, can be mm -hmm. mean. So I was like, I always told her, I'm like, we need to like, like that needs to be so on the forefront that like we make sure we like that she knows she's like loved and wanted and that mm -hmm. it's not like we would ever like pin up against her or something. Mm -hmm. So I think that too, like. I just don't even think you guys are capable of no. that, to be honest. Like, no. within, like, your personality and, like, who like, you are Like, it would ruin us, I think, if anything yes. like that happened. Like, where you thought that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's so... Well, and I, I'll just say, like, obviously, people will get to know us and know that, like, we all love Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a really big part of our lives. But I feel like that's very, like, evident mm -hmm. in who you are. It's not yes. just something that, like, you say. It's mm -hmm. the way that, like, you all live your life. That's so. True. Plus, like, you could never be mad at Ashton because of how much she loves Galen, too. Like, they are so sweet. It's like, disgusting. it's a little pukey. 
<laughs> in the best way possible. And let's just say, as a mother-in-law, there's yeah. no greater thing to have your daughter-in-law love your yes. son so much. It's like <laughs> so, it's so sweet. sweet. It, it is, is so sweet. amazing. Yeah. It's like, so we did a really good job picking. Yes. <laughs> now let's hear about Jordan and Brett's oh, story. Oh gosh, Jordan and Brett's that's, story. I feel like that's another level I of like, really amazing and cute. Yeah, and, that is good. I yeah. was, let's say I was the mom sitting back in a world that I didn't understand. I didn't understand. That's when... Um, it was Tumblr. It was Tumblr, mm -hmm. and it Tumblr was MySpace, days. and it was a brand new thing for me to have an eye over. Mm -hmm. And I was taken back by what was going on, and I found myself caught up in a little bit of like romance myself. Like, yes. wow, this is so crazy. I can't believe Which, this is happening. Honestly, being you, <laughs> that probably was really scary. It was. Oh, it, it was, was definitely scary. scary for Galen. <laughs> Galen was not a fan. Galen was in college in he was Iowa. A far, right? yeah. Like, he was yeah, at Galen Palmer, was right? He, about I would get phone calls first. from Galen saying, what the heck are you letting them do? What is going on over there? <laughs> Typical do I need to brother? come home and, and yeah. oversee what you guys are not taking care of? Or what's yeah. going on? That is so true, though. <laughs> but anyway, cut to. Yeah. I'll let you guys go ahead and, yeah. and say, because so, it's pretty cool. It's cool. It's so a cool story. It is really random, because like I was in my, I was like, did the classic, like, church girl thing like I'm taking a year off dating like I had gotten out of a relationship and I was like I'm not dating or talking to anyone for a year but then Darren and her friends had Tumblr mm -hmm. which is a blogging platform that was like super popular this was like among the hipsters yeah 2012 yes. is when this all went down um and it was like you like scroll down your feed and it's I like a little seeing, blog yeah it's like just like blog. random like for all the young people listening this is like what social media used yes, to be it is yes i like this was like the instagram wasn't really a thing when tumblr started mm -hmm. so it was like a blog you post like cute quote images and pretty pictures yeah. and you know all the things yeah so i didn't even have one this was something that just darren and her friends had they were younger so it was more like their scene but there was so, like something of Brett that like popped up. And it I was, was a like, GIF. Yes, it was a GIF. A, a GIF. A GIF. G I F. It's a GIF. <laughs> but um, it and I saw it and I was like, what? Who is that? And like I started looking at his blog, which come to find out, like this guy had like a really big blog, and it was he made like the quote images. And so I was just like, oh, this is this guy's cute. He's like making all these like Brett only posted. His, it was called Stay Positive. Stay Positive. He would post dated posts. They looked like little tweets almost. Like With little, a date yeah, on it. Like and then a, yeah, like a diary entry. And they were all quotes. And none of them he wrote. They were all just like recycled quotes. Yes. And he never <laughs> posted a picture of himself. So it was ironic that Jordan saw the one thing yes. that was of him. And wasn't didn't he take that in his college dorm yes. or something? Yes. And it was like he had his hat backwards. It was a white hat. Mm -hmm. I, I know. I remember this. Yes. Because Jordan was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but and it made me get a yeah. Tumblr. Oh yeah. So then I got a Tumblr and I like started following him. His sister like also had a blog, so I started following her as well. Yes, which I started following her. Yes. And then we kind of became like, oh my gosh, yeah. She's so cute. And then we were like, okay, yeah. like his blog had like hundreds of thousands of followers. So mm -hmm. like when I say it was a big blog, it was a pretty big, big blog. Especially on Tumblr. It yes. was like the one of the biggest yes. ones. Yeah. And so we like I just followed him for a while and then he did like he started doing tiny chats. I think that that's how we started talking okay, and to tiny him. Tiny chat is like yes. IG lives. That's yeah. kind of what they were. Yeah. But so it's it like where thing. if you have a blog, you can like go live on it. You yeah. can like let people through like if they request 
to be on video too. And so I think that that's where we kind of started like talking. He let us through. It was me and Darren and then like a couple of our friends. And we um, all went on there and started talking to him. And then like we kind of got this like somewhat of a friendship and we just started talking to each other. Well, wasn't his buddy with him? And yes, and Tyler. Yes, there. Tyler was there. But Shut then up. it was really, it was bizarre because then his sister, Kayla, um, she started like messaging me as mm -hmm. well. And so I kind of became friends with Kayla before really becoming friends with Brett. Mm -hmm. But then like it kind of was like an entry into being able to talk to Brett. Yes. So it's kind of it's, now. Well, okay. However, so, and then, can I say my part? Well, okay. Oh, about, well, let's the, the Christmas timeline. present. Okay. Yeah, the Christmas timeline. present. Just don't forget me. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> The Chris. Yes, the Darren. Final to this story. Classic seven. Yes. I'm like, I'm over it. Don't, okay. Don't miss. So Darren reached out to him and was like, "Hey, my sister's obsessed with you. Can you like write her a letter or something?" Yes, I said for Christmas. For Christmas. Can you like? Cause he had merch, so he had shirts, stickers, all that. And I was like, I want to buy something, but would you also include a letter, like a handwritten letter? to yes. her and he like responded he goes oh yeah and don't worry about it i'll send you everything which was perfect because i was balling on a budget so he just sent it all <laughs> for free <laughs> and we got sent, it and we were like oh he sent like uh, so many things and yes. i was like i'm the best sister you were. and but the letter was written we didn't believe that he wrote it oh, because no. his handwriting we his sister wrote it yes it was like the most beautiful penmanship that I've ever seen, and I'm like, there's no way, like, and a then man I kind of got this. mad. I was like, yeah, had someone else it felt write this. A little I bit. was like, um, I thought you guys were in love, <laughs> <laughs> and then you go and do this. Yes, but then anyway, I became like obsessive, kind of about yeah. him, but in a good, in, in a, a charming good, way. Charming so way. So we did yourself a post. Like One of the crazy. things I remember is we were going down I-17 on the way to school, mm -hmm. dropping you off, or somewhat. I was yeah. involved somehow, and. You were so upset because he posted something sort of controversial, which was a moral yeah. uh, great stand that he took. And oh, you had our entire family praying for him. <laughs> she was like, he's getting hate. Was. But he's getting some hate mail, and his dad oh. is over there sticking up yes. for him, and we just need to pray for Brett. Which, knowing Brett now, he's probably like, that did not affect me. It didn't me affect him whatsoever, no. but I'm still dealing with it to this day. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. I forgot about that. It kind of, but then it was, that was kind of a cool thing, because then that became a thing, because I was going to school at, like, 35th Avenue and Bethany Home, and every single day as I got off the 17 to get on Bethany Home, I was praying for him and Kayla both so that was like a cool thing that's before I actually had like a really personal relationship mm -hmm. with them so it was just kind of like looking back I'm yes like, oh, that's a little so sweet. cool thing but um then Kayla I get a text from her one day which is his sister she's like hey Brett is moving to California like I think you guys should meet and I'm like what <laughs> okay <laughs> and so it was just kind of like ironic because then um we kind of talked back and forth, Brett and I talked back and forth a little bit. The Harvest Crusade was out in California. And I was like, got Darren and McKenna and a couple of our friends. Mm -hmm. McKenna was there, right? Yes, our ex-friends. Yes. That ghosted our, me. Yes. So we got all of them together. <laughs> Sorry, go. So also, side note, Brett had worked for this company called Sevenly. Sevenly was like a t-shirt company where $7 of every shirt like went to... Um, Nonprofits or like mm -hmm. it was like a give back. Like yeah, it was like it was like Tom's. Yeah, buy a shirt. And so we kind of also became like 
connected, like really involved yeah. with Sevenly, like really loved them, followed them a lot. So we were really excited because Brett was like, okay, come out, we'll go to Harvest, but you can stop by the office and like I'll introduce you to like the office and like the people who are working there. So we were like, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. We like, and so then my parents just let us drive to California <laughs> <laughs> to meet a guy that they've never met and know nothing oh my about. Gosh. But anyway, you know so what? Then, that is. Our parents let us do a lot of stuff. Yes. But <laughs> more you can on tell that, that later. You can tell that story. Which story? There's of this meeting, if you want. Oh, should I include the one thing that happened? <laughs> well, we both had like a freak out. So we get there. Oh we my knew gosh. kind of where it was, but it was like we in were in, Okay, if you've ever been to Fullerton, California, yes. it is the cutest little town. It was like it's a like downtown. A, it's like a downtown area. Everything's yeah. adorable. And I'm in high school, so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. Like, I need to take pictures of everything. And we were like walking down. And we didn't know exactly where the yeah, office was. We didn't know exactly where it was, but it's all like window fronts, you know? You're walking down a street, and there's a gigantic window with like a conference table inside. And we're walking down, and we look, and we see Brett at the end of this conference table with some other guys, and we just start running away. <laughs> like, like the girls. It was, it was so embarrassing hindsight because there were other like men in there, and we're just like, we need to just remove ourselves from this earth yes, right I was now. Like, I can't like, do it. I can't oh, do yeah. it. It we was were, all real at that moment. Like, was, I can't go in. Like, and I like can totally, like, that feeling of, like, that sinking feeling. Yes. That was, like, so crazy. And then yeah. we literally, we ran down the street. We went through a crosswalk. And we just, like, we booked it. Yeah. I don't even know what happened after that. We blacked out. Yes. But then, like, Brett's like, we you saw just passed you. Us. Yeah, you just passed us, which is the worst. Like, we so us away. Like, the fact that he still chose you after seeing all these silly little girls running yeah. down the street. We're like, oh. this is crazy. Oh, my gosh. And then it was funny because then we had to reappear. <laughs> so we had to just. Because we were in California at yeah, that point. We, we had to. We, we had to come in and ourselves. We had to just compose ourselves, which. Well, I love that your first date was at the Harvest Crusade. Yeah, yes. that's so cool. Yeah. But then it was <laughs> crazy. Course. We met him. We went to Harvest. Yeah, the next day I think it was. It was really really cool. It. Yeah, and then it was funny because we stayed there till oh, in the parking lot of Harvest. We stayed there. It was so late, and we still had to drive. Six we had to hours drive home, home so. which George was driving, not me. Yeah, but and I was freaking out. So yeah, I'm yes. like, come on, you guys, let's go, let's go. I, said, I don't stay the night. I know. But you know the hotel. Gosh, here's the best part is we had a flight the next morning. To go see Galen. That's right. We were going to visit Galen in yes. Iowa. So we literally yes. had to be in Mesa Gateway at like oh really gosh. early the I next morning. I don't think we that. got home until We four slept o'clock. on the couch. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then we had to be awful. at a place the next day. Man, you're such a good mom. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you guys would no, think maybe not. not. But honestly, but that was like such a cool thing. That is. Such but cool like thing. the fact that you trusted us like with discernment enough, that's yeah. a cool thing. Yeah. Well, you, didn't send, eyes, you didn't send her alone. Yeah. She no, went with a group. You guys should have a group of girls that were all really love the yeah. Lord. And you guys were heading out there to mm-hmm. meet a really neat guy that yeah. was part of a great organization that also you were going on your first date to the Harvest Crusade. So I'm I mean, yes. there's been there's Which, probably some other scenarios that yeah, might have been more sketchy. Been you know, <laughs> it's true. You kind of have to like with things like that. You do have to like let your kids kind of like learn and like do. Yeah, well, which we know, can talk about later. Too. Yeah, even we'll go just, into that later. Even just, like remember though that Jordan was like college age. So mm-hmm. I mean, when I was in college, I wasn't asking my parents like 
permission permission to like if I wanted to go out with my friends one night like mm-hmm. and they yeah. I mean right. they weren't there so like at that age they trusted me right. with what values right. they gave mm-hmm. me a lot to discern situations so have, at that age yeah. I think that most parents would be and a lot of kids may like you said could be on their own already by that time right. but my kids all stayed at home yeah. so mm-hmm. they were all still looking for me to give them permission yeah. to do things, you yeah. know. Um, but anyway, it was really cool. And now let me just finish it really, wrap it up really quick, just from a mom's perspective, is that you could tell there was love in the air because Brett was and Jordan were on the phone constantly. Mm-hmm. And every single weekend, I swear, I Jordan can tell me exactly, but I know it was probably for a year, he drove to our house every weekend from California. As soon as he got off work. As soon mm-hmm. as he got off work and then headed back out to California. California so he on was Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah. And it, that kid was, I mean, mm-hmm. amazing. And he mm-hmm. stayed with us and we got to know him. And it was just so cute. It mm-hmm. was just, and he was so quiet and so shy. Yes. It was just. We were all, that's like the one thing we were all like, he's just so quiet. But then it's like, you do. And then like, it's funny though, because yeah, he was quiet. But I'm like, hindsight looking back, I'm like, but he's always been exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. not yeah. been any different. And like, obviously he's just more comfortable now because he knows us, but like, he's always just been very consistent, which I think that's like a really cool thing. Like amongst my siblings, spouses, like Ashton's always been the exact same, like just consistently good character. Mm -hmm. And like Brett too, like, it's just been like really cool to see. I'm like my, they got good pickers, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, like I don't look at Brett as shy anymore though. Mm -hmm. I look at him as he's just more reserved. He's just quiet. He doesn't, um, he doesn't jump in and do a lot of talking, but, but, but he's now I don't even. Think but he's when he quiet. talks, you listen, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, like he just waits for mm-hmm. when he has something of value. To yeah, say, yeah. You know? And really, when once you get to know Brett, mm-hmm. you really do want to hear what Brett has to say. Oh, yeah, it's true. Brett's really cool to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. And most when, of the time, if he's talking about work, you don't know what he's talking about. But you know it's amazing, so yeah. you kind of want to like. Yeah. I wish I understood exactly <laughs> what you were so talking about. Box in the tech world. <laughs> that one's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't understand, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I was thinking about was like, okay, so you, Darren, uh-huh. you had your hand in Galen and I, and in Jordan and yes. Brett, but I feel like I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure Galen had his hand in, he had in, in mine. In yours yes. with you and Carson, right? <laughs> yeah. I was really That's sitting at home in too. my Snuggie while yeah. you guys were Jordan here. was just living that <laughs> she was married. Yeah. Jordan was married. Wait, hang on, side note, this is another thing about our family. So when Jordan got married, me and Jordan shared a bedroom, closet, bed until she was married we are that room but she had her own room but honestly like she never used it so my mom was like well let's just turn it into a big closet which my mom is very fun and she always (laughs) did things like that so like it was literally like a dream, like something you see on Hannah Montana when you walk into a room and it's like a giant closet. Okay, so That's they had Jack was. and Jill bedrooms. Yes. yes. So we turned Jordan's room into a giant closet where everything mm-hmm. hung on, on the wall. two shelf, two um, yes. like like in a like a store. Yeah, it like, looked like a store. It was merchandise, yes. right? Yeah. And then shelves on one shelves side. on one side, and then because Jordan did hair, we turned one whole side of it into a beauty salon. My dad we, put a shampoo bowl in our closet. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and they had a TV, a couch. It was pretty. Mm-hmm. It was fun, and then they slept in the other room, which yes. had all of Darren's computer stuff yes. in there. So which that we was didn't even have a queen bed. I don't think. I think we, we had, had a full. Double. No, you had a queen. Was Did it we? Queen? Yeah. yeah. Jordan was a snuggler. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it is funny to think about. Like, I people think that might be weird now, but I'm like, if you have girls, 
make them do stuff like that because me and Jordan when in high school I hung out with her friends she hung out with my friends it was just always like a thing like it was like kind of a package deal yeah. which I think really benefited us going into like our adult lives too like having that bond well, but it worked both ways too because I was friends like with all of Galen's friends, too. Yes, I yeah. was, like, the middleman. Like, I just went with my brother's friends and yep. then my sister's friends. Well, and, like, being the little sister, because Galen's friends were older than me by a lot at that point, they were still, like, I even hung out with Galen's friends on multiple occasions, and, yeah. like, it was really nice. So that was, like, a really cool, like, sibling thing, probably as, like, a parent to see, like, everyone kind of, like, do their things together. But anyways, so Jordan, when she married <laughs> Brett, they moved into an apartment probably, like, five miles away, if yeah. that. And they came back home for dinner every single night, which blesses bless Brett's heart because he was probably like, I wonder if my wife's ever gonna just wanna be home with me. But like, she just like, they came home every single night and had dinner with us. And it, it was, was just weird. like, no, it wasn't. It was so fun. It was, yeah, it was a weird first but year. But I think though. it's. But I think like getting married, it was like it's such a big change, especially yeah. because you she didn't had a hard with time leaving. The I had a hard time. Well, yeah, I mean. but, yeah. like, but I think too, like. Like, Jordan stayed at home until she was married. Like, so it's different because I think nowadays, like, culture, like, people move in together before. So it's, like, kind of, like, a slow thing. But it's, like, for all of us, we stayed at home until we were married. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, that is a weird, crazy, it's, like, okay, we are doing this and this and not doing this and this. And then one day happens and then we can do anything level unlocked <laughs> freedom <laughs> freedom everywhere you know and it's like that's confusing and also like but it was really like yeah. fun i think to just still like have you home especially because like as the little sister i'm like oh my gosh my roommate is leaving like it's yeah. so weird are gone. yeah like it's so weird but i thought that was like it was funny but yeah. also like yeah it was just like it was cute yeah, it was really it cute was. it was really it was sweet cute. yeah <laughs> like, yeah, I think Darren and Carson. Oh yes, so, yeah, we were talking about. We don't want to skip over that. No, well, I, you know, I've been having wine, and my brain went yeah, blank. Thanks for bringing it back. So let's. Thank let's you. Go okay, back. yes. <laughs> well, this happened. This happened because yesterday. I remember. Okay, yeah. Galen so I'm was really like to talk about this. Yeah, Galen. I know he said, "Mom, I'm not gonna let Carson date Gail or Darren until he." That to me. He said, oh, I'm not going to let Carson date okay, Darren so until he asks no, me. Is that I've is never that heard appropriate? that story. Is did that he ask him? Did yeah. He? Okay. yeah. Okay. Carson did. He said something. He goes, you mind if I date your sister he, or something like that? Did he feel like that? Because they were like co-coaches yeah. and buddies first. So okay, it's so like, let me probably, tell. He maybe yeah. felt a little left out of all the other stories. So he wanted to be a part of Galen. Galen's like, hang on. Let me just have my mic drop moment. Okay. So this is what happened. So at our church, when you like are when you're a volunteer in our high school ministry, you're called like a youth coach. So I have been coaching girls and then I was kind of like, Galen, you should come and coach with me like so that we can volunteer together at our church. And so he's like, okay, yeah, like Galen's really good at leading. So I was like, that'd be a really good thing. And so um, he came, he did that. And it was funny because before that had happened, before every church service on Sunday nights with high schoolers, you'd have a coach meeting. And all the coaches would gather in the auditorium before and the pastor would like go over what we're talking about and so on. And I'm never, if you know me, I am late to almost everything and that's okay by me, I don't care. Um, but this one day in particular, I was early. And which knowing my husband, he is early by 20 minutes 
everywhere he goes. And I came in and I was like, shoot, my co-coach that I lead with isn't here yet. Like, this is so weird. So now I'm just sitting here by myself, like, cause I'm early. And this guy came up, which I had seen him around and I was like, he is mighty fine, okay? And he came up and sat next to me and he like introduced himself with a handshake, which I was like, wow. <laughs> What's the wound? <laughs> and then he like talked to me for a while and it was all a blur. And then he asked me, he goes, do you mind if I sit here next to you? Which I was like, what a weird thing to say. Like, yes. I mind I want you to stay so he stayed and then like we did the whole meeting I was very nervous and then my friend came and like sat next to me and she was like oh my gosh like who's sitting next to you and it was just really like a weird like you know when you get the crush feelings that mm -hmm. like was happening I didn't know he had a girlfriend at the time <laughs> rude <laughs> and then um, <laughs> he wasn't like being flirty though let me just say that like he was just being nice but he obviously thought I was cute so um, anyways going forward then galen cut to galen started coaching probably like two months later i hadn't talked to carson since then and galen got put into carson's group to like coach with him and me and galen lived in the same house still at the same time so we would drive to church together and that day i was like you are with that guy that i think is so hot and he goes oh really and i was like yes carson and he's like do you want me to talk to him for you i'm like no do not say anything. And then the next week, he's like, so I told Carson to add you on Instagram. And I was like, that's so annoying. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, this is horrible. It was December. Like, it was the, it was like December 12th. Not why at all, my God. <laughs> like, he literally asked me, he's like, so, like, my sister's single. Which is so desperate sounding. <laughs> and Carson was single at this Carson point too. Carson was single, yes, yes. So it was just like, I hated that he did that. And I asked him not to. And so he did that. And then Carson, on New Year's Eve, so I'm at Jordan's house. And we're with our cousin. We're just hanging out in the back patio. It's around, it's nearing midnight. And... I get a friend request on Snapchat, which is the trashiest app that I'd never even used. <laughs> and it's from Carson. And I'm like, why is he adding me? And I almost was like so disappointed at first. I'm like, why would he choose this? Like, this is not starting off good. And, but of course I accept. And then like, you know, you do the whole thing. And he like messages me. The first thing he said to me, cause I had a picture of Jordan's dog who was so chunky. It's, I don't think she was chunky back then. No, she was chunky. Oh, okay. It was, Jordan has a Chihuahua Dachshund mix, so a Chihuahua, but she's mostly just giant. And Carson responds, is that your dog? Because I had a picture of her, and I'm like, that's your entering line. That's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> anyway, so then, like, cut two, we talked about In-N-Out Burger, milkshakes, all the things. And then he was like, on January 2nd, he was like, do you want to meet me for milkshakes? And I'm like, oh, Oh, I've That's, never passed up a milkshake. Well, I, <laughs> have her, I had to pass up the milkshake because it was my birthday. My birthday and the bachelor was That's that night. That's true. <laughs> he literally asked me like that daytime. He was like, do you want to meet for milkshakes tonight? And I was like, ooh, Jordan will not approve. <laughs> like, it's her birthday. We got big plans. And we got big plans for bachelor and birthday. And so I was like, you know, it's my sister's birthday, so like that can't happen tonight. But like, how about tomorrow? And he was like, oh, okay. Did I say January 2nd? I did. It's fine. 
Okay, that's not your birthday. I'm so January sorry. 3rd. I, it's okay. I know. Well, I just came to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, Jordan's probably over there thinking that I'm ruining. Maybe you celebrated on the second. No, we didn't. <laughs> Anyways, so it was hilarious because then we met up for milkshakes at In-N-Out Burger, French fries milkshakes, and we talked forever. And then it was raining, and we went and like drove. I got in his car. And we drove to like a bridge that goes over the freeway, like a couple of hoodlums. <laughs> and like we walked over there and like held hands. It was like sweet. And then he was like, Well, I want to ask you on a date, but like I need to talk to your parents first, whatever, right? So that whole thing happens. And then, um, yeah. So then it was great. He asked my dad and apparently Galen, right? Yep. yep. Made sure it was okay yeah. to take Darren out. Yep. Came over. Uh, one of your first dates were. Mm -hmm. it, for sure, one of the first times he met us, yeah, we were sitting around our big table and yeah. we were playing games, and he came over to play games with us. Mm -hmm. And right off the bat, he came right in and hugged me and said, "Hey, mama." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> oh we're going there already." He's never not called you mama, and I've which I think is mama. adorable. Which is adorable. Yeah, not mom. Always mama. mama. Yep. <laughs> Because he knew. But then we went on our first date, and on our first date, he told me that he wanted to marry me. So we just went with it. And we agreed. We agreed. We agreed. Yeah. And so yeah, that was that was a good story. So Galen kind of set that up, but like it was mostly me. Just kidding. No, it was it was really cute. But Carson is one of those like more reserved types too. And like I am very not reserved. So I think that was, and I have never, ever dated anyone that was like Carson, which I think was no. kind of like part of the intrigue for me too, because I'm like, obviously, like, I feel like all my previous relationships were kind of like competitive for who could be the most entertaining. Is that right? Could no, be. The silence Definitely. Deafening. Definitely. <laughs> I have no background in parents dating life, so. Great boyfriends. Actually, I have to say, I've liked almost all of your boyfriends. They were all very nice they all boys. Had their things. All your boys. That they were you all very nice were individually. Yeah, individually. They for were their apart friends. From me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You, they were. I no. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. But I think it's. <laughs> that's another you, conversation. That's no. But I think like day. <laughs> you. You're a good pairing. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Like. Well, and you so, in person. So just your personalities, because I think it's. Like, kind of how you said prior, maybe, mm -hmm. you were competing. Yes. It, I think it works better if there's one person who, in your case, mm -hmm. like, you enjoy kind of being, yes. like, the entertainer and having mm -hmm. fun with that. And one person who's okay taking the backseat and, like, allowing mm -hmm. that person to. Yes. Yeah. Like, he's like, this is your thing. Yeah. So, this is, like, another Enneagram thing. So, my, so my dad and Carson have the same exact birthday. And they are both Enneagram 5s. <laughs> so it's kind of funny because I've seen that kind of play out in my parents relationship and so it is kind of funny because you can see like the similarities Carson and my dad are like different but also kind of have the same thought processes I think mm -hmm. or similarly so it's actually like very comforting to me because I'm like okay I'm mm -hmm. familiar with this I get where you're coming from they're more like cerebral like they're thinking yeah. about a lot of things and I'm I don't think about anything so, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, you Darren know. says to me one time, she goes, let's just go. We're going to go to Goodwill. We're going to get a coffee and we're going to also maybe we can go grab some chips and salsa. Like everything mm -hmm. was all about these really fun things. And I was like, 
well, you got to get out of your car and spend money on the coffee. You got to get out of your car and do all this stuff. And I'm like, where are we going to park? Jordan is always stressed about logistics. Well, whatever whatever anyone else wants to do. Ashley will be like, I hate this plan, but I would love to go. This is so funny because this is the truth. It is How all of us are. It Mm -hmm. is really funny. I am so overthinking everything to where I'm like, no, I don't need the coffee. It's going to cost me six bucks. You're drinking the calories. I can easily drive by. I don't really need it. Darren's like, it's all about the whole experience. When we started this podcast, I'm pouring Ashley and Jordan wine. And I'm like, mom, what do you want to drink? And she goes, I'm fine. And I'm like, what do you want to drink? You have to pick something. (laughs) You can't not. But she's just so okay with not doing fun things. (laughs) But you know what's funny, actually? Mom's really fun. Mom is fun. I am fun. If you make Mm -hmm. her have fun, you have to be chill. Well, and Jordan, it's funny because, like, it is true what Jordan said. She's always worried about logistics of things. Like, where are you going to park? Is it an easy park job? I have to park on the right or the left. You got to Google Maps it. Yes. Like, she has to, like, look at a satellite view. Get, look at reviews I'll be looking things. at the menu so I know exactly what I'm going to yeah. eat Jordan before I get there. Jordan will pick a week in advance where she's gonna, what she's going to order Ashley's at a place. going to know where everything is. She's yes. going to know the re- She will know the reviews on stuff. She will give us places to go. Ashton is a wealth of she information. Is, oh, yeah. yeah. She's definitely a wealth. But I will go wherever Regardless of anything, she will just be happy wherever we are. Darren is kind of like a golden retriever. She literally will just be happy as long as she gets yeah well, I well, like to be out feed her some fun as stuff as fun. yeah well yeah. I like I, I like to go do throw her a and treat here and there <laughs> okay. everything is better when you're just having experience that's what mm-hmm. I think my motto though like in life is if you were going well okay so like if you had to pick someone to go on to a desert island with for the rest of time like I want to be the person someone picks but no one's <laughs> eating if we only bring you. That's true. <laughs> like, I want someone to be like, you know what? I want Darren to come with me. She's a good time. Fun. She's a good we're gonna time. We're going to have such a good time. But we're going to be so hungry. We're not going to have anywhere to sleep. We're going to, you know, but but you're, you have a good time. We'd make fun. That's true. While we find some food. That's what she I has Carson for. Yes, exactly. Which that is so funny because it's like so true. We went paddleboarding the other day and I didn't prepare anything. And then we get to the Besides lake and he had, probably. yeah. We get there, and he's got, like, everything figured out. He's got all the different things. And I'm like, wow. I was like, I just showed up. And this happened. You made this happen for me. Like, I, I yeah, you know, that's great. You got to have the prepared person. But it's not mm-hmm. me. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. No, I think that's what all stresses mean. people out, though, too, is because I don't care that I'm not prepared. Yeah. I would totally get but... voted off a survivor right away because I'd be the one that'd be like, Jordan, go get palm fronds. Mom, you bossy. go yeah. get the so bossy. Uh, get the hatchet and cut those little beams right here. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go get this, and we're gonna put this house together. You get over here, dig these holes, and you do this. We're gonna have this great hut, and it's gonna be so cool. Uh, and I am just gonna make sure it gets done. And we're like, but I am gonna look like such yeah. a yes. biatch while I I'm doing it. Think, <laughs> I, but I at the end, we're gonna have a great hut. Yeah, and then you're going home so we can sleep in the hut. (laughs) We're all like, we'll keep her around for a minute. If I I think about Survivor, and Galen's probably going to like totally disagree with this. Maybe not, though. I feel like I can make it so far because I would fly under the radar for so long. Like, I would be very like low-key, but then at the end, I'd be like, all right. 
Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I created See, this bar and now I'm gonna See, now I'm gonna strike. That's good. Okay, like that's really true. My toxic trait is I think I could win any award show. Like things like that. Oh. Like Darren when we watch The Bachelor, I'm like, this is dumb, I'd win. Like I know how to get to the end of this show. <laughs> Which is so bad. But that's, that's true. So I feel like the one thing that you would be good at on Survivor is the whole concept of like because you're charismatic and well, I feel like you could easily like be part of both alliances, yeah, like go back and team. forth mm -hmm. between alliances, be and nobody would know. <laughs> They'd be like, "Who was the person that w went against and our alliance?" And I'd be like, "Who knows? Who knows? I don't know." But you'd have great Feels braided like hair. You'd have you'd figure out how to put on some makeup with some jungle stuff. I mean, like, I feel like Paula is betraying everyone. And I feel like for, I'm like Jordan can make it far too, unless yes. they overplayed her emotions. Oh, and like, Jordan would win oh, all the challenges because Jordan. really, you look at her and she looks like she's got a little halo up there and everything, but she is competitive. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why I think that she can make it really far yeah. too, because she's like Jordan would win all the challenges. It's so annoying. Oh yeah, she's yeah. she's yeah. in the best way. Secretly very fierce. Yeah, me and Gail always. Always talked about how we we like needed to do amazing race mm -hmm. together yeah you yeah. guys would do great on amazing a team race the other day <laughs> literally jordan and brett go brett goes if we ever did the amazing race we'd end up divorced oh same oh. same Which so, is not true same yeah. dad and i we would is, i would never do that with that him. is so <laughs> funny that you say that because Gail and I, this is funny how our conversations go. I told him, I'm like, I think we would be a really good team on The Amazing Race. Yeah. We both, like, mm. I feel like we fit this category. And he goes, no. He's like, I was like, really? I'm like, who would you pick first to be your teammate? And he, of course, said Jordan. <laughs> and I'm like, why? And he goes, he's like, because. He's like, I, I know, like, how to... Like Jordan's personality, he's like I'm used to being like overly mm -hmm. sensitive to that. Now, first of all, you both would end up crying for sure. Yeah, we yeah. are on a team with Galen, but I mm -hmm. honestly think like it would crush you more. Yeah, <laughs> he just said that he was like I just don't. He is he's rough. like I don't think husbands and wives. He's like I don't know if that's good for their marriage. He's like I feel like it's better for like siblings. That is Only because you're so sweet, yeah. and he yeah. would probably really crush your spirit. Yeah. The thing and with siblings is because there's more like you can be a little rougher with them. Cause yeah. It's like you're like remember the race through La Mirada. Yes. So like I grew up, you guys. I grew up with Jordan and Galen, who are my older siblings. They everything was a competition. They would, which I am the most unathletic person, and they were both very athletic, and they would just have races and I would have to time them that was my job they would run to the end of our street and it was always a thing and I'm like why why is this what we're spending our time doing yeah. but like Jordan and Galen and Jordan's a runner so I will say I want to clarify though Galen is not saying we're not a good team oh, no. in marriage no 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 He's not are. we are we're really good together but I do think I agree with him that I'm like in circumstances like that where it's like high stress uh-huh I feel like sometimes like marriages are not that's not the best for the health of your marriage right. like we are really good at understanding each other like in our daily lives and he's is very like let's just say if you guys were on amazing race he would have to tone his stuff down yeah he would just have to be learn to be a little bit more mm -hmm. patient but with Jordan, I don't think he would tone his stuff down, and she would have to adapt, knowing because yeah. she's lived with him, Jordan knowing how he is the whole time. But you know, we did just recently come upon a uh, 
anniversary of a competition up at our cabin and that brought back some serious yeah there was a cornhole competition oh my goodness hey and and we sent, a, we sent a picture in our in our uh, family group and jordan's like oh major anxiety because ptsd for yes. sure i was pregnant yeah. me pregnant me should not be against galen in a competition no. definitely <laughs> all of those feelings and then cannot i have be to say aside. i have to go galen look at your sister she is crying you need to go talk to her and he goes i don't understand what i did i'm like you're being you i feel like we're giving galen a really bad rap see 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 the loveliness (laughs) we love it okay hang on okay we have to yeah we love galen he's wonderful we appreciate oh my gosh but he's an eight seriously but he's an eight i would not be anywhere where i'm at a lot of hot lots and now that's kind of giving him too much credit but seriously i wouldn't be a lot of places i am right now if it wasn't for galen he definitely um pushes me mm-hmm. as yes. well as all of you guys I'm sure mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing role I think it's we pretty cool like to give him crap and we yeah. can yeah he's tough yeah that's why we do it <laughs> yeah. okay so we have so let's move along real quick okay so we're taking an ad break for ads that we don't have yet oh okay <laughs> so if you guys do what's right and share this podcast <laughs> maybe one day this can come true <laughs> okay so everyone has to share either a product whatever or just anything honestly that has been like making your life easier better Mm -hmm. something that you've been loving that you would like if you could get sponsored what would it be (laughs) we all love this yeah it's true i know Um, you're gonna say mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we are we all very much love element yes so it's l m n t Mm -hmm. but it is electrolyte drink mix that you put in your water Mm -hmm. and it's basically salt magnesium and potassium. potassium and it has amazing flavors but no bad ingredients so it's sweetened with stevia so you're not getting any of like the sucralose or the mm-hmm. um, which if something has wow, sucralose for them well that's what this is it's an ad yes mom. that's pretty amazing yes <laughs> but ashton has gotten sent a hat I'm okay. I, yeah. I did get a hat and a water bottle i don't really know why but i'm thankful she's a <laughs> thank you element <laughs> but no i feel like it makes a big difference it like, really does in how i feel mm-hmm. and in my overall like consumption of water yes so if you're working out or even if you're not working out um, I would definitely purchase that. Yes. And your kids will probably like it too. My kids really enjoy it. I have when wanted I to a day. Have it because it's expensive, but yeah, I have wanted to a day. Worth it though. Worth it. Yeah. Like how much is it for one packet? It's like um, $1.25. Yeah. Like a dollar. Okay. Yeah. It's really delicious. So definitely much less than you're spending at Starbucks yes. right now. And like you have to add salt to your water. It's mm-hmm. really good for like mm-hmm. even like a pre-workout. I know Jordan's been doing that in like her water before she works out and she's noticed a huge difference. I love it. I like the chocolate one in my iced coffee. It's so delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah I love it. And it's just like, oh, because I feel like most people previously probably looked at like needing electrolytes. I'm going to go grab Gatorade. Probably the biggest issue with Gatorade is the amount of sugar that's in Gatorade and also like all of the dyes. You're not getting any of that with Element. You're getting just like the benefits without all of the things that are not great for your health. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. You want me to say mine? Okay. <laughs> well, I shared this on Instagram, but seriously, I feel like everyone needs to try this. I know everyone's scared to try this, but the flex disc for your, it's a menstrual disc. 
and it is seriously a game changer you literally like put it in if you like tampons are known for like being they can like you might not cramps and you might not know that and most tampons are filled with like lots of crap that you shouldn't be putting inside your body especially mm -hmm. next to your baby making problem issues things but it goes in there it's super comfortable you don't even feel it there every time you go to the bathroom then it empties itself out so you literally don't have to change it all day long and mm -hmm. Flex disc. There's a few different brands, but flex disc. Flex disc. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but my thing is with that, that I'm scared yeah. of, is because you say you bear down. To if you empty bear it. down to empty it, yes. What if I'm at the gym and I squat and then I it pours out? It must be the angle that you're at. Though. Okay. Because like I haven't had that. That's problem. a fear. Like it has if it. I'm at the like I would never be able to go back to the gym if I <laughs> if I bear down. My desk emptied. No, it's seriously. And they even say on their they say on their website that you can work out. Okay. Okay. Does it have an applicator? No. Or you have to shove it up there. It's literally like a desk, a disc. Uh huh. And you have to like fold it in half, and then you. Yeah. Just like that. It'll be okay. A human has come out of there. She goes. It'll be okay. I'm like, see, I need an example. I need to watch someone do this. I don't know if you. No. It doesn't make sense to me. It, just, just trust the it. process. Okay. Trust it. I'm up to face okay. time. What about you? What's your... Okay, mine is dumb. It's really not dumb. It should have been done. You're advertising I don't, for it. Okay, I'm not... It's But like compared... Okay, anyways. So mine is that yogurt that I got at your house that one time. What yogurt? Faye. Oh. Is that how you say it? That's what it's called. Faye. It's F-A-G-E. Mm -hmm. It's Greek yogurt. The blue one, five percent. It is any other Greek yogurt is trash compared to that. It's creamy. Mm -hmm. It tastes better than any Greek yogurt. It's, it's because not, it's five percent. You yeah. have to do the full. You have to do oh like. Oh my milk. gosh! It is so good. I eat it every day, and that's all that even has to be said about it. It's so good. <laughs> that is mine. That's awesome. What's yours, mom? Oh, I don't know. What do you guys think I'm gonna say? <laughs> to be um, honest, I oh, don't know. <laughs> You were talking the other day how much you love your creatine. Yeah, I will. Okay, I'm going to segue into creatine. <laughs> oh, my God. Because you guys are so tired of me hearing, hearing me say it. I honestly, I don't, I don't have a, a product that I am really like, like, I don't even know the name of a product. I just know I went on to Amazon. I bought Naked Creatine. Galen gave me one that was called Rhino and I started getting following Dr. James and finding that creatine is something that everybody should be taking. It helps repair the muscles, it helps grow the muscles. And coming off of 75 hard, that was something that I noticed a huge difference when I started taking creatine. Along with everything else I was doing, I absolutely was PRing everything I was doing in the gym. I felt more, like everything felt different. I really, honestly, I can't explain it, but it really did, it does help, and I take it every single day now. And, you know, I don't have a name brand. If somebody wants to send me something to try, I'll definitely be <laughs> wow. like, okay, I'm gonna, um, <laughs> this is your opportunity. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an opportunity for some really heavy uh, advertising here. <laughs> Yeah, you know, take but, shoot your shot. <laughs> but yeah, I've added creatine, and I take uh, the other thing I do all the time is the collagen. 
So mm-hmm. I do collagen and creatine in my uh, water bottle or my coffee every single day without miss. So, so mom's yeah. really I about the white powders. Yeah, the white powders that don't taste like anything. It's awesome. It makes it easy. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's end or bring this to an end kind of with the Q&A. So I, on our Instagram, I did a mm. Q&A segment. Um, we had like a lot of people actually post in here, which is really cool. So throughout the next few episodes, we'll definitely be talking about a lot of these. Um, and I want to spend more time on them, but one of the ones was a little bit more specific. And it was actually for you, mm. mom. Yeah. So do you know what one it is? I'll read it. Yeah. So, I'll let you read it, Darren, and then I'll address okay, it. So this woman asked, um, she's like, one for the mom. Our oldest daughter is about to turn 14 and I want to have the sex talk with her. How do I let her know that we want her to wait till marriage for many obvious reasons, but also if she is thinking about it to be open with us so she can be protected. Mm-hmm. So what is your mm-hmm. advice yeah. with navigating that okay. situation? I think that's a really serious question. I, I really actually, that that's a great question because you always are going to have this come up, especially with girls. But in my family, and that's all I can tell you is how I did it with my family. First of all, we're churchgoers. We don't miss a Sunday. My kids grew up in church. We love Jesus. And we kind of look at, um, we we kind of with God at the top and us at each corner. And the closer we grow to God, um, then the closer you're going to have that relationship even together with your family. So, therefore, your kids will listen to you. They'll trust you. And this, is, this trust is super important because when I told my girls, you can tell me anything, I meant it. You could always tell me anything. That, that's, a, that's a scary thing for a teenager to come to their parents and say, hey, so-and-so tried to touch me here, touch me there, or I got asked out and I'm kind of scared or just things like that. Uh, I opened the door to say, tell me anything. And it wasn't like I waited for them to tell me. I prodded it sometimes. I would be like, so how, what's going on? I always asked about what's going on. I always knew who they were hanging out with. And I always knew when it came to the relationships who they liked and who they had their eyes on. So um, the other thing that uh, is so important is, letting them know not only that it's safe but you're never going to get mad at them so let's just take i tend to be in a three i look at things very very far over to the left and very very far over to the right so let's say they come to me with a very very simple question and a very hard question i'm going to always be like you know what i'm going to meet it right in the middle and just say you know what honey it's okay i understand i was your age and i'll sympathize with them letting them know that i went through the same thing and if they come to you with something super bad that shocks you which could very well happen uh, and you definitely want to be concerned but you don't want to frighten them you want to be like okay well you know what that's okay um we're gonna we're gonna just we'll make it through this i'm glad you told me and then um the most the most important thing is to start when they're young so if you start when they're young and explain to them good morals 
and it's hard when they're young. It's hard to explain moral to kids. And I, I really honestly can't imagine raising kids these days. Um, so, But I will tell you, one of the things that I did was I cut out a heart that out of construction paper. And I would show it to them and I'd say, okay, so let's say this is um, this person. And you tear off a piece of the heart and you give it to them. And then let's just use, um, let's just use Darren as an example. So Darren, this is your heart. You're going to tear off a piece of it and you're giving it to this boyfriend. And then you go out with another guy and you kiss, hug, whatever. You tear off another piece and you give it to them. And then you, tear, you keep tearing off this heart for each boy that they're giving themselves to, and whether it's a kiss or a handhold or more. And then when you go to get married, how much of your heart do you have left to give to your spouse, the guy that you're going to marry and love forever? So it's a visual. And that way, the girls are able to look at them, their heart and picture that and be like, well, I want to give my whole heart to my husband. Mm -hmm. And so it gives them something to think about because ultimately you can't control your kids. You can only give them good advice and hope that they... Mm-hmm. They take that advice. <laughs> yeah, that is good advice. I think visuals so, are always really yeah. good, especially when you're doing it younger. Mm-hmm. Are you crying, Jordan? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> you is. I it is. It is a sensitive subject. It yes. really is because you do mm-hmm. want your girls to be pure. Because when you go into a marriage with mm-hmm. a past, um, y- you know, I mean, you do think about that. Is he thinking about her? Am I thinking about him? Mm-hmm. Is this going? And it is really, really nice to go into a pure marriage. Yes. You know, because. Um, and like I think too because like a lot of like in our society and culture like that isn't necessarily always like the most common thing I think that like the beautiful thing about like Jesus and like having a relationship with him is he can like restore you and Mm -hmm. so like if you've made decisions in the past like Mm -hmm. he can make you like new and like pure Mm -hmm. but like it is just like a it's just one of those things for like young girls. Like if you can, if we can teach our young girls kind of the value of ourselves and that, and how like in the moment it can feel great and wonderful, but it's like the reward of giving it to only one person. Just like if you even have the thought of like having like your husband, like you're as like a woman, you can be like, I just like want him to only have me, you know, and like mm-hmm. not someone else too. So kind of having that in mind too. Yeah, and. I would say too like just even like talking from experience of like being a girl who kind Mm -hmm. of went through that I would just say like if um like if a man or a boy is not willing to respect your boundaries or makes you question your boundaries Mm -hmm. then he isn't being protective of you Mm -hmm. or your heart and like explaining that to your girls because my one of my biggest things like in looking for a husband was I was looking for a protector Mm -hmm. because I want him to protect me and obviously like our future children and if he's not willing to protect me now from something that I think might cause me like pain then he's not someone I'm interested in being with Mm -hmm. yeah that's true so Mm -hmm. I just think you have to like it's always it's hard because like in the moment you're thinking one thing, but like the long term, like you want to think about like your future, like you said, mm-hmm. with like when you get to your husband, how much of your heart have mm-hmm. you given away? Mm-hmm. Or even on the flip side, like have you protected your future husband's mm-hmm. heart? Mm-hmm. Like if you you know one day you're gonna get married, mm-hmm. you want to protect his heart mm-hmm. and don't want to do anything that like mm-hmm. might compromise like how he feels. I think too, like 
when me and Carson like were dating, but we were engaged at this point, he gave me a letter that like he wrote to his future wife. And it was like talking about like how he's made mistakes, but like that he, you know, it's just like a sweet, sweet letter about like how he's like saving himself for his wife and like how I'm important to him. And this was written before he knew who his wife was. And so I'm like, I think that's a really good practice mm -hmm. too of like having your kids write a letter. Mm -hmm. Because once you get personal like that and you write like something out for a person, I think it makes it more like, okay, this is for someone. Mm -hmm. And then like if they're in a situation where they're like, I don't think this is my husband or my wife or whatever, whoever it is, it's like, okay, maybe like you kind of think back yeah. to what you've written mm -hmm. and have already like said. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of that, the act of doing that yeah. is a really good practice too. I definitely, a, a lot of people shy away from this, but it mm -hmm. was a, loud subject in our house mm -hmm. like we talk about it all the time mm -hmm. and you mimic it in your marriage mm -hmm. and uh galen and i are very outwardly affectionate to each other which shows to our kids that it's fun mm -hmm. and it's nice to be that way but that's what you do in marriage mm -hmm. yeah. and i don't think hiding it because the more it's up in the forefront the more you talk about it the more it becomes like a badge of honor yeah mm -hmm. you know to to be that way and of course there's going to be falls and things like that because that's our sinful nature that's how we are mm -hmm. and to make sure that you do not um, chastise that or make that mm -hmm. a dirty thing but um, still encourage through that and show love and but i think that for a 14 year old yeah you definitely mm -hmm. should be talking to her and explaining how fun it can be and how amazing it is and and make it fun and and start start a hope chest yeah i mean i know that sounds funny but i had a hope chest and mm -hmm. i think jordan you had a hope chest mm -hmm. and, and that that's where you just encourage your girls to buy little things for when they do get married and you mm -hmm. put it in a little cedar chest and and when they have goals then you're te well you're teaching yeah. them goals but when you're teaching them and they're they have goals it's exciting it's a fun mm -hmm thing to look forward to yes and they're less likely to bow to peer mm -hmm. pressure because they're going to feel very secure in themselves like oh no honey no yeah. i want someone that's gonna respect me you yeah. know well yeah i think too like in this like world that we're living mm -hmm. in now your kids are hearing about it mm -hmm. and if you're not hearing about it from you they're hearing about it from somebody else and probably somebody else that you don't want teaching your kid mm -hmm. about it mm -hmm. so start young probably younger than you even thought mm -hmm. you had to years ago and or younger than you were when you were taught and like talk about the facts about it mm -hmm. like literally look up statistics like look up what it actually like it doesn't even have to be biblical like if you're like because yes there's a ton that the bible says about this however if you don't have that right now then like there's a lot just in general look at marriages that last look at like what statistics are of mm -hmm. like STDs. Talk about that stuff. Divorce talk about rates. divorce rates. Mm -hmm. Talk about all of those things with your kids mm -hmm. and like let them know. Be like, you know, this I'm gonna give you the facts. Kids love facts these days. Like they are being infiltrated with so many different like viewpoints. Viewpoints, opinions, yeah. opinions that like tell them the facts. Mm -hmm. Let them know, like, yes, you can do this, but look mm -hmm. at how this went for that person. Look at how this went mm -hmm. for this person. Mm -hmm. What is it that you want? And then let's talk about how mm -hmm. we get there. But mm -hmm. do you want this kind of relationship? Do you want this? Like, do you want to like all of these yeah. things? Like, and then yeah. also the other thing is just like, especially like, 
I mean, it's the same for both, but I think that like I'm sensitive. To, I, we are girls and I have girls, but like build your girls confidence young. Mm-hmm. Like we need confident women and like, yeah. and they need to learn that really young. They need to understand their worth. They need to understand like that they are valuable, that they are not a body. And we are like literally living in a world where that is like mm-hmm. a very big thing where women just our bodies and like mm-hmm. they are wanted for one thing or like that that's the best thing about them and that's not the case and so mm-hmm. like women need to understand that like like what they yeah. are and what they're worth yes. and I think that that starts at a young age and building that up and instilling like mm-hmm. confidence in girls and I think too like in our society I think as like Christian moms like also teaching our like girls and our boys sex is a good thing Mm -hmm. yeah it's just like the design is beautiful and it's for us but and explain kind of more so like the like god's design for it because i think a lot of times like kids will think like oh this is bad like it's a bad thing yeah they don't want me to do that or they don't want it's like no it's really wonderful we just want it to be right for you Mm -hmm. and like the best it can be and it kind of i think if you're raising your kids that way they will see the value in that and be like okay like this is it will always be in the back of their mind especially if they see like your like affection with your husbands like they'll be like oh okay mom and dad love each other and like they act this way Mm -hmm. like i want that and they're telling me this so it really is leading by example Mm -hmm. and i really i would say to just kind of wrap that question up like mom and dad did a really good job i even remember like growing up i had friends be like your parents are just like so cute Mm -hmm. like i had friends say that all the time and i'm like like yeah they're just them like i didn't really know the difference but i'm like I think there was a difference with mom and dad because they've always been very like affectionate with each other. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. I brought that into my marriage for sure. Like I'm and like, I think that's just being aware of Mm -hmm. that and kind of like seeing that it's like a cool thing. So it was pretty funny. Hand on the door. Yeah. <laughs> like, almost maybe sometimes it was like, okay, mom and dad, we get it. But, like, sorry. Still, I'd rather it be that than the opposite, I, I mean, guess. when you're raising teenagers, yeah. it's like somehow you yeah. gotta let them know. Can you guys stay out <laughs> like, later tonight? Please, like, <laughs> never leave. leave, you know? So, <laughs> like, right now, we're like, Chip, watch Blippi. <laughs> okay, so, just in sake of time, do you guys want to pick one of these questions? Did you guys like mm-hmm. one or the other? Just claim them. No one cares. Just pick one. Um, um, I think, like, I mean, a pretty easy one to talk about is, like, our relationships. Um, there was kind of two, but, like, advice for fostering strong bonds amongst siblings into mm-hmm. adulthood. But I also liked, I can kind of tie them together, yeah, the keeping a tight sisterly bond if you're really different personalities. And I think that they kind of just go hand in hand of, like, what I would say is, like, don't try so hard yeah like have fun Mm -hmm. like our family and like ashton kind of can speak from an outside perspective we're the type of family who like we don't make plans Mm -hmm. there's just always a plan going on we don't know what it's it's an ongoing plan but like and we're just all we're all very different personalities but we just have fun together and Mm -hmm. we don't take anybody seriously we don't take things seriously Mm -hmm. i probably take things the most seriously but like you just like we're gonna go to mom's house we have no plan for eating <laughs> we'll figure it out like it and don't let mm-hmm. that don't let that be a hill that anybody dies yeah. on like me and darren are like very very similar in a lot of ways but we also are very very mm-hmm. different in 
many, many ways. That's true. And the thing is, we don't always agree on everything, but like we love each other. Mm-hmm. And like, so we are just like, huh. I think okay. too, like, I think like the, with the different personalities too, one of the key things is knowing and loving each other's hearts and knowing yes. regardless of like moods, anything. It's like this person is so wonderful and I know they love me and I love yeah. them. They don't mean anything by right. like if something were to like happen, I think knowing their hearts and always knowing like they didn't intend for this to happen mm-hmm. or hurt my feelings. They didn't mm-hmm. intend for this. I think having that mindset of like if someone ever hurts your feelings, be like, they didn't mean that. And I know that. I love them. They love me. Mm-hmm. That's not something that they wanted to hurt my feelings. If I want to hurt someone's feelings, I will do it. I'll do it well and they'll know. Yeah. You know, like they're not like <laughs> if I ever hurt like one of my sister's feelings, like they probably know that like that was not my heart, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And having grace, I think among each other and just giving each other the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. And I think like collectively as a family, like mm-hmm the parents should make sure you're prioritizing like spending time together as a family. I think it's really prominent in like culture today for like families to prioritize whether it's like sports or dance or Mm -hmm. it's all these extracurricular activities, which those are great things. Mm -hmm. But if they are taking precedence over like your family and the relationships within your family, I would say that's not necessarily the best thing. If you're never having dinner together or if you're never like spending quality time together as a family, those -hmm. relationships can't be developed and built. Mm -hmm. And I think like you were even saying, you guys were always watching shows together. It doesn't have to be vacations. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be extravagant things, but just Mm -hmm. being with each other is important. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I would have to say we really did not take vacations. It was very rare that we went on vacations. It was mostly like a financial thing. I mean, we just couldn't take three kids all the time on vacation. But when it comes to getting along, I grew up in a family where I have um, two um, brothers and I have a sister. I'm the oldest. We would have your fights. Even into adulthood, we would have our fights. My mom would never let those fights continue Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. We would have... I can't even remember a serious... Well, I remember one serious fight. One serious fight, I'm not going to say anything about it except for the fact that my mom and dad interceded at one point and said, listen here, we're not having fighting in this family. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a reconciliation, whether we have to call you together or whether you do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And we we got over it and we, we settled it and that was the end of it because we... We get along as a family, and we know that nobody on purpose tries to hurt each other. I mean, I grew up where we would literally every Sunday get together and do waffles, Mm -hmm. you know, have waffle breakfast. And when we outgrew that, we had something else, or we did this, or we did that, or whatever. Um, We would always get together. Um, Mm -hmm. Even like my brother and his extended family and my sister and and his her family Mm -hmm. like I always got to know their in-laws like we didn't just stop at my brother uh, and his wife we got to know his wife's family yeah you know so it was always just getting along it was nice to be Mm -hmm. around people it was nice to know the families of who we married into and enjoy their company we don't have to agree we didn't always agree like Mm -hmm. that's when you intertwine that many families you're not going to be the same Mm -hmm. we're all going to be very very different 
but that's their family and you respect it and we enjoyed their company for the little bit of time and when it came to my immediate family my kids you guys i seriously can only remember a couple fights specifically one and where you guys really fought you just didn't fight Mm -hmm. and when you did and i broke it up i was like you know what let's together figure this out it's only fair jordan worked she bought the, sh- the pants and the clothes. She gets to wear them first. <laughs> Which it is funny. Like I mean, That was the one really big fight that Jordan came through the house crying I and screaming. I was Jordan's new clothes. Because, because she didn't wear them yet. Wear yeah. Jordan's new clothes. Even yes. though Jordan I worked hard for them. Yep. Yeah. And it's only fair, Darren, that she gets to wear the clothes first. <laughs> yes. And so then we true. made up and moved forward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, like, too, with me and Jordan, like, because sisters that's the thing me and jordan do not fight there have been on one hand i can count where there have been like quote fights and they're usually just hurt feelings mm-hmm. of someone not being sensitive enough to a situation jordan's and usually it, pregnant jordan's usually <laughs> pregnant and it usually ends with both of us crying and being like i didn't mean to do that and she's like i didn't mean to make you feel that way and then it's fine like like yeah. jordan sometimes can be sad i think our latest last one it was like a month ago or something remember when? You were like sassy to me in the kitchen, and I went in oh, your bathroom and yes. started crying. And then oh, she yeah, she like that. appeared and she goes, "Did I make you cry?" And I go, "No." I was literally out here, and I was like, "Mom, I just was so rough to her, and she's in there crying right now." I just know it, and I feel awful. And then it was fine. And I was like, "Yes, honey, please just go talk to her." Yeah, she like, needs some love because I know she didn't mean it. And it's like I think that's so where wrong. it just yeah. come full circle, knowing they never mean to hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, but sometimes, sometimes they still do. But sometimes they still do. And like when you love someone, you're comfortable with them, and so a lot of times you can be too honest, yeah. and then it hurts their feelings because you yeah. just love someone, and you're like, "I feel like I can be this." So this but is it's a fine. touchy subject with a uh, sister-in-law because yeah, sorry if I. Ever hurt your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> because here, here it comes. Like, she oh. is right in the middle of two sisters, and she does everything with you yeah. girls. And yet, there's that little bit of like you don't want to ever hurt Ashton's no. feelings because, first no. of all, Ashton's so precious. Yeah, you, know? you never want like, to. I did want hurt Ashton's feelings, but and it was the worst moment of my entire life. <laughs> I will forever. So, do I? I have no recollection. So even with sister-in-laws, you have to embrace them and be like, yeah. you know what? I am so like. She but has I, to realize that she that never true. ever is an intention. Yeah. When you when you right. show each other yeah. your heart, and you know that's never the intention. I've been along those lines because I'm like I have no idea what Jordan's talking about right now. <laughs> and even like with my own sister, like I know we fought growing up. I I don't have any recollection of like those fights like I so I'm like it is important kind of what you're talking about like the reconciliation aspect like coming together always like Mm -hmm. as parents the goal being reconciliation but also the goal being like I'm not going to retain this like I'm not going to hold a grudge I'm not going to keep this as a something stored in the back of my mind because that's also unfair Mm -hmm. and like it's not going to benefit relationships Mm -hmm. so I think you have to like be able to like you said, just recognize that's not their intent and be able to move forward knowing yeah. that like 
that that can't taint the relationship. No, and so right. you have to be like, I'm not going to retain this. Like yes. I'm not going to hold this against them mm-hmm. like in the future because that doesn't benefit anyone either. Right. So. It's true. Right. Well, I and think, I, yeah, sorry. Go for it. No, okay. Well, I think also like mom has done a really good job of this. And I think it's a very important job as a mom. Like you're like, as a parent, your job doesn't start stop when your kids are like adults because mm-hmm. now you have a whole different job. But like, and I also think that like, to be spiritual, but like the enemy hates like good, solid families, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's always going to try to tear that down and mess it up. And like something that you are so great about is the fact that like, we are not allowed to like talk crap about each other. Mm -hmm. Like we can be frustrated. Something Mm -hmm. can be frustrating. We can talk to you about it, but it's never going to end like that. You know, like Mm -hmm. you don't let us just like drill each other into the hole. If Mm -hmm. we talk like privately Mm -hmm. with you, like we all under, we have understandings. We have understandings that we're going to be frustrated about stuff. And I think that because we have a really good example of like how that can go Mm -hmm. with other family members, Mm -hmm. like we protect this Mm -hmm. family. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word. We can get like, frustrated with each other there's gonna be things we're all individual people Mm -hmm. we're gonna do things that frustrate irritate each other right but like mom doesn't let us like ruin relationships Mm -hmm. and that and that is a job of a parent like Mm -hmm. once your kids are adults and they are starting their own families you protect your family still Mm -hmm. you don't let them talk bad about each other yeah you don't let that relationship crumble right once they start building their right. own families because right. we stay a and i had unit. a good role model because my mom that's how i was brought up yeah. i mean my you guys know nan my mom yeah she doesn't let you talk about anybody no. and yeah. if we yeah. if anything comes up about a person we may say something like you know compassionate wise towards that person mm-hmm. but we know that our heart is just mostly because yeah. we care about that person yeah you know and and we celebrate with that person and i can tell you honestly like i've gone through a lot of things in my life where i'll get phone calls from my sister just being who maybe isn't in the best situation you know and just because she may be struggling with something but she always is like i'm so happy for you that's exciting Mm -hmm. i can't believe that happened this is so cool and it it doesn't go unnoticed i literally will get off the phone and be like you know what that is so cool that's mm-hmm. so cool that she called yeah. and said something really sweet to me and i know that she's going through some things and she just you know yep. or whatever yeah. I mean, even my brother is like that my sister-in-law they they really are very very um encouraging because we do put a we do really care about each other yeah. we really do you know yeah. even my like my mom wouldn't we're not allowed to do that either like i yeah. can't call her and use a phone call to like complain mm-hmm. about my sister she'd be like you know what if there's something going on like that me you need to talk to your sister about that like i'm not going to be like put in the middle between Mm -hmm, the two of you because like Mm -hmm. we're a family and so you need to sort through this and work it out amongst yourselves that team mindset of like we are literally what god gave each other Mm -hmm. why would you want to mess Mm -hmm. that up like this is literally god ordained these people to be 
your mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So like make it right. work. You don't need to seek any outside right. environments. Like those are great. Extra community is great. But like the core of who you are mm-hmm. and who know you mm-hmm. are the ones you don't have to put on a facade for. The ones who love you even when you're grumpy. Right. And like all the things like and know your heart that like right. we can snap at and they'll still be like she's great still. We love her. She's crazy right now. We love her. You know? Right. Like you need those people right. who would not judge you for and that. And you know the thing is that here's the biggest thing if you don't get anything get this you miss the greatest blessing mm-hmm. in the reconciliation mm-hmm. because when you reconcile with that person on your own without a third person it's it just builds it's like building the building blocks of the relationship mm-hmm. it's really great and you actually build more trust more love and mm-hmm. it's it makes you feel good. Your heart mm-hmm. just becomes mushy and warm and you're just it's so true. happy, you know, and mm-hmm. you're like, and it makes it that much more better when something else happens and you're like, nope, we've been through this. I understand her now. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. And you did it all on your own. It's something to be proud of. And, um, yeah, it's yeah. encouraging. It's, it's true. encouraging. I love it. It's way more fun to be happy than sad. That's true. <laughs> okay. I love it all. You guys knocked it out of the park. Okay. So to end real quick, like less than like, 15 seconds everybody like an advice or encouragement for a mom a wife just a woman in general what is your advice something you're relating to or something you're learning maybe right now that would be helpful Mm -hmm. like just like a okay quick little yeah a quick little blip and then wrap up Mm. who wants to go first does anyone have something i i go first yeah because i do have something okay um i just finished 75 hard which is a challenge um for 75 days, you work out twice, you drink gallon water, 10 pages, all a few other things, whatever. Um, and it was, you know, it was something. But I think my takeaway from this, which I think is just good for women in general, um, like just body image stuff, I think that with social media and if you're in a gym environment, it's very easy to compare your body, to compare just how you look, how you feel, all those things to other people or things you're seeing on the internet. But I think that like, it's the hardest struggle that you can have because like, I've just gone through this, so I think that's what, but like through 75 hard, I have kind of come to the realization of like, you know what, like I just don't care anymore. I don't have the energy to compare my body to anybody else's because like God gave me my body. I take care of it really well. I feed it really well. I move it well. And those are the things I have control of. Anything I have control of, I do it well. And so the way I look is the least interesting thing about me. And I think that more women need to have that mindset because Mm -hmm. I think so many of us are trapped in like a dysmorphia and like it's really sad i think we could go into like a full-on topic about this especially in the gym community because we're just all around people who are working really hard and we can just do that really easily but like you're beautiful you don't need to look a certain way like god really did design us all uniquely and i think that if you're working hard and taking care of yourself you should be proud of that regardless of what you look like so don't compare yourself I guess that's like my thing because you're not her you are you and that is like the most important thing mm-hmm. so that's what I'm what I've got for you yeah I don't have anything that quite that 
That's amazing okay. to share. Wow, thank you. Um, <laughs> I think we should talk about that, though. We yeah. Should, yeah. Like, in the future, I, we should I, what I What I want to say is that, really, honestly, we're excited that you uh, are even the least bit interested in us. We're just ordinary mm. people. And we have, I would say, extraordinary lives together. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of information to share. We just scratch the surface. Um, when you come down to it, we've got things that we're all struggling with as mm-hmm. well. We have uh, marriage, grandkids, and kiddos. You guys are <laughs> yeah. raising young families. Um, also, like uh, Darren said, uh, I also just finished 75 Hard. Uh, I learned that I like to read. I don't like to read. I've spent my whole life saying I don't like to read. In fact, when Galen told me uh, about 75 Hard and when he was doing it, I'm like, I would never do that. I could never read 10 pages a day. And yet I was able to finish three books. And on my very last day, as God would have such a a sense of humor, um, my next 10 pages had to be starting a new book. So I think that's pretty funny. Um, I have a great relationship with Jesus. And I, I think he has a awesome sense of humor because he knows I need one and um, so uh, I am reading more I'm drinking more water I'm exercising uh, probably more than the average person my age I think I uh, coming off 75 hard I did just do 150 workouts but I do plan on cutting myself down a little bit Um, the one thing I want to keep doing is going on my nightly walks with my sweetheart because it's been really amazing time sharing and just getting to um, reconnect with each other um, and I don't know I just think just tune in seriously ask us questions I that's the part mm-hmm. that is really fun to actually answer some of your questions because life is hard and I think it's m- easier and more fun to do it with other people so mm-hmm. um, know that you're not uh, out there by yourself and um, you and your family can have this relationship which I am just I'm blessed, man. I am so blessed. I don't know anyone else that could say that. And um, with just a wonderful daughter-in-law, two great son-in-laws, and a wonderful marriage, and all these great grandkids. So anyway, like I said, just ask us some questions and let us um, bless you guys with some of our Mm -hmm. insight. That wasn't amazing at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like, I didn't know I had anything to say, but there we go. (laughs) Like, you really exceeded the fifth second. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) A little over. Um... I think what I was like reflecting on when I kind of saw that we were going to talk about this a little bit was just trying to remind like women, wives, mothers that what you do does matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there are a lot of women who are concerned or fearful about like the world that we're living in currently and specifically fearful for their children and what they're what that means for their life and the impact it's going to have. But I would just remind you that the greatest influence on your child's life is not going to be the world outside. It's going to come from what's going on inside the four walls of your home. And so Mm -hmm. when you're worried about the world, just remember that if you're seeking after Christ and you're allowing him to guide and direct your path as a parent, with your spouse alongside you, then he's going to fill in the gaps. Like you just have to be chasing after him and in your actions, allow your actions to speak of him and how you're raising your kids. 
And I promise, like, as a product of parents who I was raised in a Christian home, they were my greatest influences. It was not the world around me. It was my parents. And so don't think so much. Don't spend so much time worrying about the world. Spend more time focusing on, like, what you're doing inside mm-hmm. your home. That Amen. Yeah. Preach Very it, girl. eloquent. <laughs> so eloquent. So Such eloquent. a great way with words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not as eloquently, but, like, I said a lot. I was kind of thinking a lot of the same things. But just, like, just keep praying. Mm-hmm. Literally, as a mom... They, I, I come up on something almost every five minutes that I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. I love what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, it's easy to sink into a pit of like anxiety or stress or like just allow yourself to get flustered. But instead, mm-hmm. just be like, hey, God, what do I do here? Like get your your mind to just automatically go to praying and just mm-hmm. talking to the Lord mm-hmm. about what you're going through. Don't allow yourself to get stressed out about stuff. Stop taking everything so seriously and Amen. just yeah. just <laughs> rest in the fact that you are in the right place, doing the right thing mm-hmm. and you're probably doing way better than you actually think you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like yes. your kids are going to be amazing because you care. Mm-hmm. And so like just keep bringing it to God, seeking his guidance. Keep your eyes on your own paper. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking about what everybody else is doing, what's working for them, what isn't working for them. I have even sisters. I have friends who I love them to death, and I love what they're doing, but that might not be for me. Right. That might not be for my family, and it's amazing, and it's awesome to hear what they're doing, but you that doesn't mean it's best for you right. or that you have yeah. to do it also. Some people love sleep training i sleep with my kid you know it doesn't matter mm-hmm. my kid doesn't sleep my kid does sleep they're all different each one is yeah. different mm-hmm. so whatever your gut tells you whatever the lord's speaking to your heart that's what you do mm-hmm. you're the mom of your kids they're not the mom of your kids so stop looking at what they're doing and trying to do it the same or better as them mm-hmm. yes. and um love other people if you're stressed out and you are overwhelmed Stop looking inwardly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start looking outwardly. Look for people who need help. Look for people that like you can pour into. We are such a society of what can I do better for myself or how yeah. can I do this? 100%. And look at other people. Look at how you can love other people and just pour into other people's yeah. lives mm-hmm. and you will notice that you're going to feel so much better yeah, about absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. Can I just give everybody a challenge before you watch our next episode? Reach out to somebody absolutely that the Lord put on your heart or that you um, have been thinking about. Send them a little gift card, uh, even if it's a Starbucks card or something, for 10 bucks, and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you. You have no idea the impact that has mm-hmm. on somebody mm-hmm. and it only costs you 10 bucks and it will make you feel so good and it's just pray for that same person throughout the week it's amazing it'll change your life mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a crazy thing and who knows mm-hmm. how god does it but he does and it's really yes. cool and that's just a simple way of doing something by reaching out and loving someone and the way that you do that is by being mindful of other people and mm-hmm. like the, like somebody mm-hmm. will come into your mind and it Absolutely. helps you if you're paying attention to other people mm-hmm. you'll start to see that there's a lot of people who need what you have yeah the skill yeah. set that you have or the story that you've been through, they need what only you can give them. Yes. Yeah. And everyone is always so concerned about like coming off a certain way or like 
just how can I be better before I go do this thing? It's like literally just go and do. Everyone is so busy thinking about themselves that nobody's thinking about like mm-hmm. what you are doing or what you're saying. So it's, I mean, mm-hmm. like going towards people and just loving them. That's the best mm-hmm. way you can spend your energy. Like it's mm-hmm. great to develop yourself and like become a better person, but your time best spent is loving other people. You'll, so. you'll also just like find that when you aren't like self-consumed like i even notice this with my husband and my kids but like i am at my best when i am serving my family well Mm -hmm. when i'm focused on like what can i be doing to serve my husband or my kids i actually feel my best Mm -hmm. i'm at my worst when i'm like oh i'm not feeling good what's wrong with me like why isn't this going right like thinking only about me Mm -hmm. why aren't they letting me get this done yes like when i Mm -hmm. when i'm focused on myself and like how they're not letting me get something done or he's not helping me the Mm -hmm. way that I need help or I'm not getting what I want. Mm -hmm. That is when I'm at my worst. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, but that's because it's so much of self-consumed mindset. Mm -hmm. Like I'm only thinking about myself versus others around me. Fill other people's cups. Fill fill your family's cup first and then other people's yeah, and let, first and let the lord fill your cup mm-hmm. yeah don't worry about yourself yeah god yeah will, yes. god will take care it will of you. be blessed mm-hmm. like tenfold yes yes mm-hmm. i love it <laughs> okay that was fun we're like hopefully we talked you'll so enjoy much. this yeah hopefully you guys like this like this is one of those things like that was a leap of faith for i think all of us we can say i think we all mm-hmm. kind of feel unqualified in some way to do this and it kind of sometimes feels like you know who knows who will listen to this but it's really exciting because i think that god will put this in and we're only if you're listening, yeah better yeah and if you're listening <laughs> to this like obviously hopefully you pull something from yeah. this that was beneficial get involved and ask us some questions i mean this yeah. is very vulnerable for us to be Message out in front us. of everybody yes topics and, you want to hear about yeah like yes. we're being as real and raw as we can with you so like yeah. and i probably will be very i'm i don't care to say i will say whatever you want yeah. <laughs> so this is like a really good introduction of yes. like us and then yeah. future yes. episodes will probably be a little bit more um more centered specific. around mm-hmm. like certain, certain topics, topics yeah. that you all want to hear or that we yes. feel like are important to, to talk about so yes Yes, so thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Darren, for setting it all up oh, and getting no. us going. We'll, we'll give a shout out to Brett for being our producer because he came in with like a light and everything and like, got it all situated. <laughs> but yes, so I hope you guys enjoyed this. Next week. And we'll yeah. see you next week. Okay, love, love you, guys. you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.